It's nighttime in the big city. Rain beats against the window pane. A woman takes a shower before going home to her husband. It's theme time radio hour with your host, Bob Dylan. Welcome to theme time radio hour. Rich man, poor man, beggar man, thief, doctor, lawyer, Indian chief. It's not just a poem that sounds like a child's counting song. Children use counting songs for many reasons. Sometimes while playing jump rope, they also use them for elimination in games like musical chairs. But most commonly, at least where I grew up, we use them for choosing up sides. Things like eeny, meeny, miny, mo help us pick who's gonna be on whose side. For softball, stepball, horse, red rover, and dodgeball. Well, it's only appropriate to start the show off like that because this week is our second annual countdown show. We received so much mail on last year's countdown show, we knew we just had to do it again. And remember, some cars can go from 0 to 60 in under 10 seconds. But here on Theme Time Radio Hour, we can go from 10 to 0 in just a little under an hour. So sit back and relax as we pick songs about the numbers 10 through 0, as selected by you, the listener. Last year on our countdown show, we heard from Prince Buster. He told us all about the Ten Commandments of Man, as given to woman by him, Prince Buster. That song was very popular and had a couple of answer records down to make a way. Laurel Aitken produced an answer record by an artist named Norma. The prince himself got into the action by producing Princess Buster and her Ten Commandments of Woman. But my personal favorite was recorded by Helen Fleming. Came out on the Blue Bead label in 1966, and it's called Eve's Ten Commandments. Give a listen. You can listen to 
That was Helen Fleming, and she has the right on sight to explode. I know I wouldn't cross her. Perhaps the person most of us saw receiving the Ten Commandments was Charlton Heston. He got them as Moses in Cecil B. DeMille's 1956 blockbuster, The Ten Commandments. Woe unto thee, O Israel! You have sinned a great sin in the sight of God. You are not worthy to receive these Ten Commandments. Charlton gets a bad rap for his strong conservative beliefs and involvement with the NIA. But truth to tell, he was a strong advocate for civil rights many years before it became fashionable. He was also the recipient of the Gene Herschel Humanitarian Award and the Kennedy Center Lifetime Achievement Award. Never mind the fact, he's in a couple of our favorite movies, including Touch of Evil, The Big Country, Planet of the Apes, and of course, Soylent Green. sound a bit odd that comes from beyond the cosmos. Here in rocket number nine, by Sun Ra, he was born with the name Herman Sunny Blount. He had a dream where he was summoned by robed figures that told him to keep inside of a narrow beam of light, and they all traveled upwards until they reached their destination, the planet Jupiter. Herman Blount Changed his name legally to Le Sunny Ra, but performed under the name Sun Ra. In 1952, he proclaimed that he was a citizen of Saturn, not of Earth, that he was not a human, but rather of an angel race. He was here to serve as the cosmic communicator, bringing the Creator's message to benighted Earthlings. serves as a good introduction to number nine on our yearly countdown. Bill Carlisle, originally recorded with his brother Cliff, eventually Cliff started winding down his career, and Bill started his own group, which he called the Carlisles. Chad Atkins played guitar with them, and they were known for their novelty songs. But they also had their serious side. Bill's gospel number, Gone Home, became one of his most performed songs, and later became the signature song of the Hee Haw Gospel Quartet. Here he is with his latest sign, our number nine song, Nine Have Tried and Nine Have Died. Here are the Carlisles. Yeah. 
have my fun. But I'll tell you fast, just one more pass, and your goose is good and done. Cause nine have tried and nine have died, and you're gonna make it ten. If you put your cotton picking hands on my gal again, before you make another pass at her, you better call your next of ten. Cause nine have tried and nine have died, and you're gonna make it ten. It's your deal You can have most anything I've got But leave my gal alone Just one more doubt And school is out You can send your saddle home Cause nine have tried And nine have died And you're gonna make it ten If you put your cotton picking hands On my gal again Before you make another pass at her Better call your next of kin Cause nine have tried And nine have died you're gonna make it ten. That was the Carlisles. Nine have tried and nine have died. You're gonna make it ten. Bill Carlisle was married for 62 years to Leona King Carlisle. He entertained Grand Old Opry fans right up until the end, which was on March 17th, 2003. We could use some great musicians who don't take themselves too seriously nowadays. This is Cat Power, and here's number eight on the Theme Time Radio Hour Countdown Show. In the number eight position are Maxine, Patty, and Laverne, the Andrews sisters, and one of their biggest hits that was inspired by the boogie-woogie piano craze that swept through this country in the 30s and 40s. This became one of the most famous songs from that period and one of the Andrews sisters' biggest hits. As a matter of fact, at the end of 1944, they had their own weekly network radio show called the Eight to the Bar Ranch, and I'm pretty sure they must have sung this on it. Here are the Andrews sisters, number eight on our countdown, Beat Me Danny, Eight to the Bar. In a little honky-tonky village in Texas, there's a guy who plays the best piano by far. He can play piano anywhere that you like it, but the way he likes to play is eight to the bar. When he plays, it's a ball, he's the daddy of them all. The people gather around when he gets on the stand. Then when he plays, he gets a hand. The rhythm he beats puts the cats in a trance. Nobody there bothers to dance, but when he plays with the bass and guitar, they holler off, beat me, daddy, eight to the bar. A blink, a blank, a blink, blank, blink, blank, a plunkin' on the key. A rip, a rap, a rip, rap, rip, rap, a rippin' out with ease. And when he plays with the bass and guitar, they holler off, beat me, daddy, eight to the bar. He plays a boogie, he plays eight to the bar, the boogie woogie. That is the way he likes to play on his piano. And we all know that when he plays, he puts them all in a trance. The cats all holler hooray. You hear them say, beat me, daddy, eight to the bar. 
Bridge in Texas. There's a guy who plays the best piano by far. When he plays with the bass and guitar, they all beat me up, Daddy, and beat me, Daddy, eight to the That was the Andrews sisters and Beat Me Daddy Ate to the Bar. They were very popular with the soldiers during World War II. Hello, all you fellas, all over the world. Greetings from the Andrews sisters. I'm Patty. I'm Maxine. And I'm Laverne. We're making these beat discs just for you. Let's move on to number seven on this year's countdown. Seven! This next song is by a woman named Jacqueline Taib. And the song is called Sevener du Martin. This song won her an award as Best Newcomer at the inaugural Midem in Cannes. She went on to write and compose for famous French artists like Michael Fugain, Fabien Thibault, and Yves Montand. This song is all about waking up in the morning. The lyrics might be a little mundane, but they always sound more exciting in French. We'll play the French version and then play a little bit of the English translation. Here she is, Jacqueline Taillé. Les 7 heures du matin, faut se réveiller. Oh, je sommeille. Bon, alors, un peu de musique pour se mettre en train. Je sais pas moi, quelque chose comme Talking about my generation. Ouais, c'est pas tout à fait ça. Je trouve plus ma brosse à dents. Quel passé, celle-là encore. Euh, la bleue est à mon père. La rouge est à ma mère. La jaune est à mon frère. Vous avez pas vu ma brosse à dents Tiens, on est lundi aujourd'hui. Ah, pour demain, j'ai un devoir d'anglais. J'ai envie de mettre un disque pour embêter les voisins qui roupillent toute la journée. Euh, quelque chose comme un bon Elvis Presley. Oh mais c'est vrai, celui-là il en est resté. Shetland rouge ou bien mon Shetland bleu Mon Shetland rouge Mon Shetland bleu Mon Shetland bleu euh, Mon Shetland rouge Non mon Shetland bleu Mon Shetland rouge
As it's called in English, 7 a.m. Give it a listen. A little wood on my face and off I go. But it buys over, I know. I'm feeling better and almost on my way. Uh, which sweater shall I wear today? Which sweater shall I wear today? The blue one? Wear the red one, Jackie, Jacqueline, Taib, Sevener du Martin. Another great example of French rock and roll. In June 2005, Jackie released an album, Jacqueline Taib is Back. Or to some of us, she never left. We got a lot of letters after last year's countdown show asking us how we could leave out this number. So we're gonna make up for it this year and play Desmond Decker's song. It's tied at number seven. Oh oh seven. Demaloot Demashoot. Desmond Decker and his aces in a song about the rude boy gangster ghetto culture in Jamaica. 007. I hear the number 007 and there's only one thing I think about. That music back there gives you a clue. It's the Ian Fleming character which he created and was later brought to life by Sean Connery. 
Ian Fleming only got to see the first two or three movies. He died in a car crash in August 1964, the same year that the third film, Goldfinger, came out. And so far, there's been at least 18 others. But did you know that the most recent James Bond movie, Casino Royale, is the most successful Bond movie ever, earning over $450 million? Forget about a license to kill. These people have a license to print money. After seven comes six. So let's move the six days on the road on our countdown. This is Dave Dudley. Dave is from Spencer, Wisconsin. And like a lot of country musicians, he had to make a choice between music and baseball. Growing up, he played semi-pro ball. He had an arm injury and hung up his mitt and stepped behind the microphone. He recorded this song in Minneapolis. It came out on the tiny Golden Wing label. He became one of the singing spokesmen for truckers, recording songs like Truck Driving Son of a Gun and Trucker's Prayer. But this is where it all started, a number two country hit in 1963. This song could not be denied. It even showed up on the pop charts. Here's Dave Dudley, Six Days on the Road. Well, I pulled out of Pittsburgh rolling down that eastern seaboard. I got my diesel wound up and she's a-running like I never before. There's a speed zone ahead, well, all right. I don't see a cop in sight. Six days on the road and I'm gonna make it home tonight. I got me ten forward gears on a Georgia overdrive. I'm taking little white pills in my eyes, I open wide. I just passed a Jimmy in a wine. I've been a passing everything in sight. Six days on the road and I'm gonna make it home tonight. And it seems like a month since I kissed my baby goodbye. I could have a lot of women, but I'm not like a some of the guys. I could find one to hold me tight, but I could never make believe it's all right. Days on the road and I'm gonna make it home tonight. ICC is the chicken on down the line. Well, I'm a little overweight and my logbook's way behind. But nothing bothers me tonight. I can dodge all the scales, all right. Six days on the road and I'm gonna make it home tonight. Well, my rig's a little old, but that don't mean she's slow. There's a flame from her stack and that smoke's a blowing black as coal. My hometown's a coming in sight. If you think I'm happy, you're right. Six days on the road and I'm gonna make it home tonight. Six days on the road and I'm gonna make it home tonight Six days on the road and I'm gonna make it home tonight That was Dave Dudley, six days on the road, having that six-day work week, taking little white pills and passing everything in sight. A busman's holiday is a day off from work spent doing the things one usually does on the job. This phrase dates back to the days of horse-drawn omnibuses in London. The drivers of the horses were often also the owners of the horses. 
these animals were not only investments, but beloved parts of their family. The drivers would often take Sundays off and hire temporary drivers. They were so worried that these tips would treat their horses correctly that they would surreptitiously ride their own bus as a passenger to make sure the horses were not mistreated. This practice was so widespread that people would say busman's holiday when they meant doing something on your day off that you do all week at work. Five, four, three, two, one. Five is the halfway point for us, but we're going to play a song that's about the end of the day. A song about when it's time to knock off work. You've heard this song in Warner Brothers cartoons. Carl Stalling used it all the time to denote the end of the workday. It's a song all about the five o'clock whistle. It was recorded by a lot of people, but I've always been partial to the way Ivy Anderson sang it with Duke Ellington. There's Duke and Ivy, five o'clock whistle. Well, my pop will be worried 
That, of course, was Duke Ellington, Ivy Anderson, and the rest of the orchestra. Have a like whistle. Let's see if we've got anyone on the phones. Hello, caller, you're on the air. Yeah, hi, Bob. This is Jerry Blank. Where are you calling from? Uh, I'm calling from Cincinnati. I'm a long-time listener. I just heard you uh, play Father Pop Whistle by uh, Duke Ellington. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I was wondering if you, if you have uh, Five O'Clock Shadow by Dick Richards and the Nixon. It's one of my favorites. I think it was on the Constitution label. I'm not sure. Five O'Clock Shadow by Dick Richard and the Nixons? I think you're pulling my leg. Yeah, it's a great record to shave by. Well, we'll look for it for next year's Countdown Show. Thanks a lot for listening. Yeah, I'm a long-time listener. I might even get XM. Do you know the count and the amount? The count and the amount. $600 and seven from the bottom. Oh, I'm sorry. Better luck next time. Thanks for calling, though. Thanks a lot, Bob. Bye-bye. I don't know about that last caller, but I do know about the 5 o'clock whistle. Factories use whistles to announce the beginning and ending of shifts. I, I give credit to General Motors. They put in four expensive animated smokestacks. So now at two minutes to five, it's a... Oh, we worked all day and now we're done. <laughs> Moving up and down. Go home! Last year, we had a little number puzzle for you. Well, we have another one. Think of a number from one to 10. Multiply that number by nine. Subtract five from that number. You probably have a two digit number. So I add those two together. You should now have a single digit number. If you don't, add the new two digit number together. If you finally have a single number, that number is four. Unbelievable, right? This is Amy Sedaris, and you're listening to The Countdown Show on Theme Time Radio Hour. This is number four. Who do I sound like? Here's a song about that number. Milton Brown is Musical Brownies on Theme Time Radio Hour.
Charles Milton Brown and the Musical Brownies here on our countdown show. While we're on the subject of number four, here's four people who died while playing cards. While Bill Hickok, on August 2nd, 1876, he was playing poker with three friends in a saloon. Jack McCall walked in and shot Wild Bill through the back of the head. Wild Bill was 39 years old. He was holding two pairs, aces and eights, a hand that is since then known as the dead man's hand. In 1950, Al Dolson suffered a heart attack while playing gin rummy. Buster Keaton was stricken with a seizure in 1966 while playing poker at his home in Hollywood. And the man who fixed the 1919 World Series, Arnold Rothstein, was playing poker in the Park Central Hotel in New York City when he was shot in the stomach on November 4th, 1928. Will you dealt me a bad hand, baby? Now the deck is mine We're heading into the home stretch on this year's countdown show and don't forget to vote for next year's though we might just take a look at other numbers that are not between 0 and 10 I have a great song about 27 that I really want to play Now I'm with the Number three was originally written by Ray Pennington back in the 50s when he was on the King record label trying to record Rockabilly under the name Ray Starr. None of his records really took off and he carved out a country career a few years later. One of the songs he wrote in that period became a big hit for Roy Dusky, but Sid Nathan remembered the song and had a habit of taking country songs and turning them into R&B songs, especially when he owned the publishing. I know it don't hurt you. The money don't come out of your pocket. It comes out of mine. But God damn it, I don't like to see it fly out of there. Well, Sid Nathan took Ray's song, gave it to James Brown, and James gave it a slightly different treatment than Roy Dusky did. Matter of fact, listen to just a second of Roy. Hearts in a tangle. Now listen to the way James Brown puts it down.
James Brown, Three Hearts in a Tangle, here on Dreamtime Radio Hour, your home for countless themes, numerous schemes, and infinite dreams. Wouldn't you know it, we got two selections at number two. Almost poetic, isn't it? Here is a two-headed monster with the body of a giant. One brain says kill, the other says love. You must see the incredible two-headed transplant in color, rated GP. The first one is a song that first appeared in the movie Murder at the Vanities from 1934. This version's from about 12 years later, but even though it's from the mid-40s, it subtly refers to prohibition. In the introductory verse, there's a line that says people can be carefree and gay once again. That's especially important when you realize the subject matter is cocktails. And the song, which was written in 1934, was reflecting the relief people felt when Prohibition was eliminated the previous year. This version of the song has endured, even though one of the composers, Sam Coslow, hated it. It didn't stop him from keeping the royalties, however. What is it he hated, you might wonder? Well, it was the irreverent treatment given to the song Cocktails for Two by the great Spike Jones and his city slickers. Let's hear what Sam Coslow hated. Secluded rendezvous that overlooks the avenue with someone sharing a delight. Chat, listen, that and cocktails for two as we enjoy a cigarette to some exquisite chansonette. Two hands are sure to slyly meet beneath the serviette with cocktails for two. My head may go but my heart will be obedient With intoxicating kisses for the principal ingredient <laughs> Most any afternoon at five We'll be so glad we're both alive Then maybe fortune will complete the plan That all began with cocktails for two <laughs> So glad we're both alive. Then maybe fortune will complete her plan that all began with cocktails. 
Jones. Cocktails for two. And just a reminder, that was all done live in the studio. A guy steps up to the mic to goggle musically. Step back. A girl singer step forward. The entire band playing everything from violins to tune bells. Never missing a beat. All done live. There's a familiar saying, moving from the sublime to the ridiculous. Today we're going to go the opposite way. What we just heard was ridiculous. Delightfully so. And now we'll move on to something sublime. The Reverend Utah Smith. Legend has it, he wore giant angel wings strapped to his shoulder blades when he performed this song as a street corner evangelist. I want two wings. The Reverend Utah Smith. Fighting the clock now, trying to fit in all of the songs on this year's countdown show. We still got a couple left. Two of them at number one. It's a coveted position, and both songs deserve it. It's number one. 
First off, one of the early recordings of a song written by Jerry Lieber and Mike Stoller on their Spark record label from 1954, The Honey Bears, in a song called One Bad Stud. Christmas show, and the following week is New Year's, but our first new show in January is going to be all about number ones, because I got a big pile of number one records here. It'd be a shame not to play them for you. So coming up in just a couple of weeks is our all number one show. And just to whet your appetite, here's one more for you. From Slayton, Mississippi, grew up in a sharecropping community, listened to the radio, and decided to become a professional singer. Went down to Memphis in 1954. Kept hanging around Sam Phillips. He even ended up playing spoons on a couple of sessions. He got a co-writing credit on one of Elvis's son records, I Forgot to Remember to Forget. When Sam started a non-union label called Flip to test out new artists, he gave this guy a chance and he released his first single. Didn't really catch fire and this artist moved over to King and made some of the best rockabilly records that didn't come out on Sun. Here he is, the wild man himself, the tip-top daddy, Got one hand loose and a free hand just swinging by his side. Charlie Feathers. I'm a tip top daddy and I'm gonna hide my way 
deep away from the corner Say what I got to say Hold on one hand only get the ready for a ride Give me one hand loose and I'll be satisfied Give me free hand, baby, cause I'm on the rock Turn it loose in, baby, I won't blow my top Give me free hand, woman, let it swing up my side Give me one hand loose and I'll be satisfied Hello. This song in 1976, after watching a late-night BBC interview program at which the filthy old fascist Oswald Mosley was failing to account for his sins, he was uh, he was being kind of tolerated on this late-night show and and making uh, all of his rabble-rousing and hatred sound entirely respectable with the benefit of hindsight. And uh, I got indignant and wrote this song. And it mentioned to Mr. Oswald, although I wrote a sort of fantastic uh, story around the, uh, you know, his his life story. And when a song was heard in America, people mis uh, misunderstood it because the most famous Mr. Oswald in uh, American history was, of course, Lee Harvey Oswald. So, in a fit of youthful bravado, I I wrote a an entirely other lyric uh, overnight before playing in Dallas for the first time. Here's Elvis Costello in the rare Dallas version of Less Than Zero. And by the way, this is a song that he starts playing and interrupts before going into Radio Radio on Saturday Night Live. Janet. 
tactics of cold south in succession While her husband rides a bumper in the president's procession She's a minor scream as she looks up from giving head At a never dad a lover throws her on the bed Elvis Costello and a song originally about a fascist and then about an assassin, less than zero. Well, we've counted down from ten to zero, and you know what happens at the end of a countdown? I got to blast off. Three, two, one, blast off. I'm going to get out of here. You have yourself a happy holiday. We'll see you in the coming year, starting off with our number one show, and we got a few other surprises for you. We'll be back before you know it. Stay well, stay safe, and I'll see you on the flip side. So dial our way next time We'll be here and I
Thanks for listening to Theme Time Radio Hour with your host, Bob Dylan. Produced by Eddie Gorodetsky. Associate producer, Ben Rollins. Continuity by Eats Martin. Editor, Damian Rodriguez. Supervising editor, Rob McCumber. Research team, Diane Lapson and Bernie Bernstein. Additional research by April Hayes, Callie Gladman, Terrence Michaels, Sean Patrick, and Lynn Sheridan. Librarian, Robert Bauer. Production coordinator, Debbie Sweeney. Production assistance by Jim McBee. Special thanks to Randy Azradi, Coco Shinomiya, and Samson's Diner. For XM Radio, Lee Abrams. Recorded in Studio B in the historic Abernathy Building. Studio engineer, Tex Carbone. This has been a Great Watermark production in association with Big Red Tree. This is your announcer, Pierre Mancini, speaking. Join us again next week for a special encore presentation of Christmas.